Welcome to the You, Me and the GP radio show, a health exercise and nutrition show for over 40s who want to get back to their best. Discover how to keep yourself fit, healthy and full of energy. Each week, your hosts Rich Clark and Dr. Mark Daniels will answer your questions and interview special guests. Rich Clark is an exercise scientist and nutritionist who helps over 40s thrive, not just survive in today's busy world. Dr. Mark Daniels is a practicing GP with 25 years experience. He's had notable success with his patients using simple dietary changes rather than medication to provide improvements. Living in Wales with their families, they see the effect poor health has on people on a daily basis and how easily it can be turned around. Sit back and enjoy our tips and advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of You, Me and the GP. And it's a very special episode today. A little bit sad, but still a significant episode. Uh, it's going to be the last show with you, Mark. Uh, how, yeah. How's things going down there? And uh, Well, things, things are good. I mean, I'm, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm good. But unfortunately, we've decided to wrap up Revolutionary Health because, uh, well, basically, we've got other time commitments and... We, we, need, we need to do the other things in our lives, the pair of us. So uh, we're going to wrap that up. And, uh, and unfortunately, that means this has to go as well, because unfortunately, in modern day, you've got to indemnify yourself against everything. So um, Yeah, you know, the insurance costs for you to do this show. Huge, huge amount. So yeah, yeah unfortunately, yeah. That's, that, this is going to be the last one. But hopefully, we'll go out with a big bang. Oh, well, it just sort of, it's nice for people to appreciate everything you've done, really, Mark, and the fact that you are, as you say, and I am, you know, between us, this show, this show costs... Probably seven to ten thousand pound a year to put together and to get out there, sort of thing. So you know, it's a big commitment and it's a lot of thing. And sometimes, as you say, when you've got other things going on in your life, you sometimes you've got to drop these things. And it's been fantastic as far as I'm concerned. We got uh, sixty great episodes which are going nowhere, so they're going to be there. And I don't exactly know what I'm going to do yet if it's going to just be the last episode or not, but. Um, you'll know about it. Everybody is subscribed to my blog, so there'll be something. Uh, if I can do something, I will. If if not, I can't. But thank you, Mark, from everybody uh, for answering all the questions and and even becoming. It's unique to have a GP doing this, Mark. Well, I think I'm the only one who's doing it. I don't know, or was the only one who's doing it. So totally. I'm sure someone else could take it up. Though it might be someone out there who's interested, who's been listening in on the periphery, and might want to. No, that's a good. Yeah, any any GPs out there listening, and they want to contact me, you know, then it'd be more than welcome to uh, have a chat, and I could, you know, kind of meet you, and if we could, uh, you know, try and suss out whether, you know, got a bit of something to um, to talk about. So, yeah, brilliant. So, other than all that, Mark, um, uh, how's uh, things all going there with you, buddy? It's bloody wet. Huh. No, that means no golf, so you're grumpy, are you? Yeah, I'm grumpy as hell, yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all good, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've just uh, arranged for going, going out to see our daughter in New Zealand, who's out there at the moment. So, we're going out there for three weeks. That's one of the reasons why I'm giving up this as well, because I've got so many other commitments to do. So, yeah, we're, going to, we're, we're, we're organising that, and we're... Yeah, we're we moving. Yeah, life moves on basically. Yeah, of course. It's been, as I say, it's been fantastic. So, so uh, that'll be a nice trip, mate. Um, how long are you going to be out there for? Three weeks. Oh, nice, nice. Great. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. Oh, great. Cool. All right. Well, we got a little set of questions here. Um, so, for the very last time, it's me in the dark, ready to rock. Okay. So, number one from um, Mickey Jimmy. Um, 50 years old 
And so I've been having problems with being bad tempered and mood swings, uh, constipated, insomnia, dry eyes, tiredness. So I went to the GP who did blood tests that came back slightly abnormal. So I had to wait a few weeks to have it repeated. The thyroid function test says TSH level above the range at 8.38 and the T4 is below the range at 8.7. So being on the tablets for 14 days and the last six days started getting in the middle of the night stomach pain and feeling sickly. I also take amyltryptyline for nerve root problem. GP says cut them down whilst taking the thyroxine. That's about it. You want me to go? Yeah, oh, flipping hundred percent. Yeah, I haven't got any, anything to add on 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 this really, you know. And I'd only just giving basic advice about protecting his gut with medication. That's all I could do. Exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go there as well. First things first. I mean, you're giving some numbers there. Um, he is hypothyroid. In other words, he has got low thyroid. Um, the TSH is the uh, hormone that stimulates your thyroid to make thyroid hormones. So, if your TSH is high, which it is, because the normal range is under five. Uh, and your T4 is low, and the normal range of T4 is uh, 12 and above, and he's got 8.7. So he, he's got all the things, all hallmarks of hypothyroidism. Now, he also has symptoms that lead to what, that's why his GP did the test. I mean, constipation, bad-tempered, weight gain, um, dry eyes would be there, tiredness. They're all, they're all symptoms that you think are oh, yeah, hypothyroid, possibly. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's been diagnosed correctly and everything. The, he mentions amitriptyline. Now, amitriptyline, it's got a lot of, lot of side effects. It's a good drug. I use it a lot. It's a good drug for, for chronic pain. But unfortunately, uh, when you start taking thyroxine, it, it will increase the side effects of the amitriptyline. I mean, I think there is a warning, actually, in the um, in both the thyroxine and the amitriptyline leaflets, I think. Right. Uh, I, can't, I can't be sure of that. But the um, it, So basically, it gives you more of the side effects, like... Um, Heart, heart rhythm problems. It gives you. You can give you gut disturbances. So yeah, amitriptyline and thyroxine don't mix very well. I'm sure we've got patients on on both though. Um, but some people will be more sensitive to it. So he may he may want to either stop it or, uh, as his GP said, cut it right down. But I mean, there are other ways you can treat. I mean, he needs he needs drugs at the moment, but he, he certainly needs to do a, some other things that he needs to be a bit careful of. He can treat his hypothyroidism in other ways as well because i mean it isn't it's what's called an autoimmune disease in other words his body's attacking itself and as people who listen to the podcast in the past know we we autoimmune disease can be treated with with your, with your diet so you you need to go 100 percent sort of um, gluten-free you need to get plenty of fat in your, in your diet because that's the fat is the way where you make hormones basically so if you're not getting enough fat you won't be making many hormones you need to up up the protein a bit because that can help your thyroid function um eliminate coffee and sugar that would help as well Make sure you get plenty of um, vitamin D, iron, omega-3, selenium, zinc, copper, vitamin A and B vitamins, and some iodine. But don't overdo the iodine because if you've got hypothyroidism, it could be like fanning the fire. So I wouldn't go too much on the iodine. I would just take take some take some simple seafood um, to help that. But don't don't overdo it. Otherwise, you can really fan you know, sort of fan the flames of your problem. Um, the other thing you could be careful. Perhaps you need to be careful of glycerin. So I'm not that impressed with it. I mean. Um, you'd have to eat an awful lot of broccoli or Brussels sprouts and cabbage uh, to uh, to cause any problems with your thyroid. So I'm not that bothered with that. Yeah. I mean, there's so much health, you know, benefits. Um, you could you can use some glutathione, which helps the um, strengthens the immune system. You could you also may maybe need to check for some food sensitivities. And also, we if you, if your gut's playing up, I mean, 20 percent of your thyroid function depends on your um, supply of healthy gut bacteria. So you need to get your gut in order. 
um, addressing the adrenal fatigue. You know, if you've got any any any, because if you've got adrenal fatigue, you're going to have low thyroid. I mean, they, they they work together. So if you're if you're very stressed and um, you're you 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 know you're sort of fight and flight reflexes, is it on the go all the time? You need to cut that. You know, you need to get some some relaxation. So practice some relaxation therapy, but. I think that's probably quite enough, really, on that one. Great. And the stomachs thing, um, obviously the basic pre and probiotics advice. So yeah, absolutely. That, that's probiotics, right. anything to, to soothe yogurt, the gut. And get, and, uh, get, rid of, you know, get rid of the gluten is the big yeah. thing on that one. Though. So, but the, why do you think he's having the gut thingy then? Because you think it's the tablets are sort of starting it, to... It may be the gut thingy was uh, was a problem with, with you know, his, his absorption of nutrients. He may, may have you know, what's called leaky gut. You can look that up. Um, which may have started his hypothyroidism, and then of course taking amitriptyline and thyroid together. He's starting to have pain in the middle of the night, feeling sickly. Yeah. I mean, uh, he probably takes his amitriptyline at night, so it's, it's probably at his highest level. At right, night. So you'd have to know when he's taking these tablets. Yeah, and all that. almost so everyone yeah. takes the amitriptyline at night. Though, right, so I okay. expect he's getting the biggest whack of amitriptyline at night because yes. obviously when you take any tablet, the biggest. Um, Absorption is in the sort of first hour, hour and a half. So right. he's probably getting a big whack of, of um, amitriptyline at night, and that's giving him the gut problems. So okay. yeah, he might he, he might be better off going straight down to to, um, to straight painkillers for his nerve root problem for a while until he gets used to the thyroid. Yeah, yeah, it's a good uh, good good idea just for the short term sort of thing. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Brilliant. Good. Question two. Oh yeah, we mentioned things and. Um, Mike, uh, 40 years old, Mike Nash said, how would I get a CRP check? Is that something my GP would do? Uh, Mark, I put it down on here. I've already sent him the answer, but go on. You answer the question, which yeah, is, I, I mean, know it's, it's yes. It's, but It's a common test. We, my we question do is, Does is private testing, obviously that's a bit of a redundant question now, but is private testing more detailed for CRP or is yeah. it just a standard test? It's more detailed. The thing is that the, the in the UK, if you ask for a CRP, the normal range is below one, and um, they just say it's less than one. They don't give you the actual reading. So if you're a relatively healthy person, um, your CRP would be one or below. I mean, a, a really healthy CRP would be like 0.3 or something like that. But in the UK, if you go on the NHS, it will be less than one is the result you get, which is good. I mean, if you've got results above one, then you've got some inflammation going on. So... I mean, the, 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 the actual um, range they give for normality on CRP in the NHS is 1 to 10. Um, my view is that it should be less than 1. Right, okay. Right. So, so yeah, it, it, that's it, it, a good um, kind of thing you mentioned there. Like, if you want to call that like a goalpost then, so the, like the NHS have kind of raised it up slightly to obviously make it so that more people fall into the okay range yeah i mean yeah you like, have people who've got lots of information the crp is like nine but they've got lots of information but the doctor now, will say then that they're in a generally normal, yeah. okay that's that's oh, you're absolutely, in the, you're absolutely. in the normal range that's what we always hear oh you're in yeah. the normal range but absolutely. if you was in a different country and that normal range that's down to opinion mark absolutely of course it is and right. in america you get your crp down to the point you know sec the second decimal place so you, I mean, so in America yeah. they're going for 0 0.2 and point, in yeah. and in Britain it'll, they say that nine is or nine point nine is normal. Absolutely, and it's for not normal. Fuck's sake, Mark. I know, I know. What's but going that's, on, that's, yeah, man? It's just yeah. lies. That's just lies. That is, and that's just uh, yeah. you know, that's just anyway, right? So if that's with the same with that uh, test, can we 
you could we be fair to say that across the board generally that's the theme with it that the normal range has been kind of like tweaked or whatever just to make sure that a lot of people fall into normal and they got less people to treat well i don't think it's a case of that i think it's a case of what because because cholesterol they 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 were they were lobbied to do the other thing by the drug companies to kind of change the markers that way but with regards to things like um, uh, thyroid, uh, especially, I suppose. Um, well, thyroid is different in that it, it, they, it, they, not everything it, is measured. Not everything is measured. See, there's a, there's a thing called reverse T3, which is um, your, your active thyroid hormone is your T3. It's yes. Yeah. T4 does don't the mean job, nothing. Right? Yeah. And having a T4 and TSH doesn't give you the whole picture. I, I often ask for a full thyroid function test, which gives you the T3 as well. But often you just get TSH and T4. And if you're on thyroxine, you'll just get TSH. So yeah, you, you really want with, with that with reverse T3, which you don't get on the NHS. Reverse T3 can be made by your thyroid, consisting of the receptors, and you actually think you've got a normal um, thyroid function. In fact, you've got actually got an abnormal thyroid function mm-hmm. test. But unfortunately, that test isn't done. I mean, the, the a lot of tests, um, things like uh, lipids. I mean, uh, the drug companies and etc. are. Um, lobbying the government to do various things which it may not may or may not be the right thing with crp there's no money in crp no I no think. and i said these other tests like as you say uh even you know kind of the like just some basic uh, I, I don't even know which test but some basic markers that they always say right well there we are um uh, mr clark you're in the normal category um so they kind of almost then say right well next please and they dismiss you out of the the, the consultation room as if well you're in the normal range mate so it's not that but in one for that though Rich is, is vitamin D right there we because go the normal, normal range of vitamin D uh, in Britain is above 25 but if you go in many other countries it's above 50 or above 75 etc so yeah it's different in every country yeah so the country by country then yeah, who who, yes, who set their, their limits at the healthiest levels for their citizens do you know that I have no idea that's an interesting uh, yeah. answer. But, it is, it, it, that but we don't set ours very good for our citizens. Well, we, we, we set... We is set that the, fair to say? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know if it's fair to say that, but I think what it, what it is fair to say is that the, there, most of the research is done on things that people can make money out of it. I think that's the, that's the fairest thing. I mean, this means it's dirt mm-hmm. cheap. So there's, well, there's no yeah, to, and in the inflammation but, level, if they're telling people that inflammation, which is, I don't know even how many times, is it like 100 times, if you're going from... Point two or, or from two decimal places or whatever to um, nine point nine. That's just a and, and one is saying it's okay and the other one's saying yeah. it's just you know and that's a basic thing. Inflammation causes every yeah, pretty I mean, much it, every disease that my so, family will ever die of. Yeah, I mean heart disease. If you see up here, yeah. it's, it's nine. It's all about the inflammation. Yeah, cancer, it. heart disease, strokes, yeah. the lot, mate. So. It I is important. It's really important that is, isn't it? You know, yeah. and um, we should have a flipping. I, I think. I think if this might need to take out this. If he has a CRP less than one, he's okay. Yeah, that's right. Forget if the doctor right. tells you it's in the normal. Um, yeah, wait. Ask what the number is. Yeah, ask. Get the figures. There, yeah, that's the whole point of it. Cool. Sorry, we went off on a tangent there, but you Sorry. know, cool. Right. Um, hi guys. Question for you: uh, Stroke Revolutionary Health. Can you do? Blood tests for serum sodium levels. If so, is it practical and beneficial to use for ultra running? Um, working on hydration, uh, I was thinking a baseline might help measure uh, some sort of change 
or would it be pointless if the range is so variable anyway? Okay, I'll Good question. Just... Jamie is a, an exercise scientist. He's doing his PhD now yeah. as well in uh, Liverpool. John Moores, he's a top lad. So, right, what do you think, Mark? Uh, well, that's a good he, question. He, the bottom line with um, sodium is it's a very easy test. It's done, it's done routinely by doctors all the time. If you a common test we always ask for is what's called a urea and electrolyte, which is your potassium, your sodium, your urea, your creatinine, etc. And the thing about it is, it's, it's got quite a narrow range. It's, it's something like 130 to 135 is a normal range. And you're very unlikely to be outside that range if you're an ultra runner. You're extremely unlikely because you, your body is extremely good at normalizing your sodium. It's, it has mm. to be because sodium, potassium, etc. are all intimately related. So yeah. your body, unless you're on any external drugs or really dehydrated, you're not going to notice any difference in your sodium levels. So I don't think the test would be actually very good for Jamie. Yeah, so it's not beneficial. Like, the cost and the yeah. benefit is not really... Uh, no, I don't think, I don't think it is. If yeah. he was taking... I mean, you've got people... I mean, most of the time I see low sodium is people who are taking water tablets. That's the commonest reason why you get a low sodium. It's not in a normal person who's not who's not got any diseases. So diuretics and just flushing the salts all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, good. Um... Jamie, ultra running, how they mad? They do fifty miles, man. It's gone more. It's crazy, isn't it? Oh, I, I believe he does it. He looks good, he looks good on it, mind you. But yeah, can't... he's a little athlete. Yeah, Jamie is. He's really, uh, you know, he's rippling sort of thing, you know. Uh, and I, well, he can just go all day, but he's quick as well. He's not just like the distance, but he's pretty quick at it too. So uh, yeah, he's um, he's certainly got it there. Mad as well as uh, to go with it. That help. That helps. Um, should see his feet after he's done the runs. Oh my what God. mess! Yeah. Oh yeah, these people's feet—they give him a right on tune. Okay, right. I got a question here now off my buddy from Manchester, Ben. Hey Ben, Happy New Year, uh, guys. You number four, by the way. Did I? Yeah. All right. There we go. I'll come back to um, number four then, since I've okay. started this one, shall I? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Keep an eye on me, Mark. Keep an eye on me. <laughs> I have to. Uh, I feel the only person to ask is you in the dark, and I need your help, pal, because I'm getting confused. Ben's a trainer, right? Um, all the media and the trend at the minute, as I'm sure you heard, is you don't have to detox, or there's no such thing as alkalizing. You can't change the body pH the liver can deal with toxins regardless what you eat. You can't have the liver, blah, blah, blah. So there was a, it was a little few days over the new year after the detox thing came out, like in the first week. The second week, they were all saying, well, detox, you know, and they were sort of questioning and doctors were coming on and stuff. So anyway, he goes on to say, which to me is bollocks and sounds like the government is trying to sway people the other way. Good, I like a healthy level of uh, cynicism there. When we say alkalizing, is it possible to change the pH level and can the liver detox without quality food? Because I'm getting results following Phil's approach. Right, people say you, you can't alkalize the blood. That's the key thing in this. Um, for Ben to to, to realise, um, you can alkalise your body fluids. Your pee come. I I I I do it with all my clients. I alkalise their um, body fluids, not their blood. Your blood, I think, Mark, if my right, is naturally a. Um, yeah, you, you uh, can't do anything much about that. Yeah. It's kept kept very. So, but if your body tissues are acidic, that lends itself to inflammation, and that whole cycle starts. So for. 
my opinion, for the media to dismiss detoxification, blah, 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 and all these doctors to come out, they obviously haven't done it themselves, and, um, you know, they haven't perhaps studied it. That's my opinion. Mark, what do you say? Um, well, I've, got, I've got a little story, actually. My daughter um, was having lots of, she's 21, she had lots of urine tract infections, but they weren't infections, she just had a very acidic urine. Yes. You get this chemical cystitis. So I put her on, I mean, I did a plug for Philly, I mean, no, no, nothing wrong with that. No, uh, I brilliant put on, man. I put on Pitfill's alkalizing salts, and within a couple of days, she went from a pH of about um, five and a half or something ridiculous. She, we had litmus, you know, we had little um, pH. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I give to my clients, yeah. and I got pH testing machines. She's now up to something like seven point six, and she's oh, yeah. not got any water fish. So yeah. it's just complete and utter. She can have a day off there now because best to keep it at around about seven point three, so yeah, she can, yeah, I mean, you know, and eat uh, eat something that's ridiculous for fun. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, mean, she, yeah. she, she was just trying to get rid of her urine. Quite yes, problems, but and that's great, and it, it does work. So. So you can certainly alkalize your urine. There's no yeah. doubt about that. You so, can you, as I say, the the body tissues and the the, the body fluids, uh, not the blood, you can alkalize, and that that it's all based on coming back to what we were speaking about earlier, inflammation. Ben, so it's all about keeping the inflammation low. So, if these people say, "Oh, there's no such need to detox or alkalize," well, if you want to leave the toxins build up in your body and the acidity build up in your body, then great. If you want to leave that down to your liver, great. But a lot of people's livers have just on their knees and they're just totally congested and their bodies can't really function the way they're meant to. So in theory, yes, the body can do what these people say, but in reality, they can't. Is that all right, Mark? Um, yeah, I mean, I, the classic thing with the liver, if you have someone who's obese, they'll have something called fatty liver, mm. where they've got fat deposits in their liver and the liver's not working very well. And to be perfectly honest, it's almost ignored by medicine. But in my view, if you've got a fatty liver, the first thing you've got to do is get rid of that fatty liver so your liver can work properly and it can detox properly because mm. people, I mean, your average diabetic who's overweight is automatically going to have a fatty liver. I mean, and so the liver won't be working very well to detox. It just compounds the mm. problem. So if you have, if you ever get an ultrasound scan, often we do ultrasound scans looking for gallstones, I mean, and it says fatty liver, that is a, is a absolute sign you must go on a diet and get rid of that fatty liver. Mm. There was this chap on Radio Wales talking about toxins don't build up in the body. The body will eliminate all toxins from every meal. Well, we'd, we'd all look 21. Then, I know. We? And and, uh, it, and he, this guy, I went on his way. I, I won't say his name and stuff. I don't know if I get done for libel or something like that. But, oh, my God. It, he was like, you know, he was putting himself out there as some something sort of thing, you know. And I, I don't know we do and we put out stuff. But, you know, I... I'm happy to say I don't really know much, and I'm just sharing what I know. But um, uh, to say statements like that on a BBC uh, radio, as Ben has already s sort of, you know, kind of alluded to, you know, you do question how they get these people on there. They they kind of pick in the people with the right opinions to serve the the, the general kind of uh, message that they want to give across. But anyway, that's uh, another time for a an Alex Jones type show. That is. Well, people, people don't want to change, do they? Mm, that's right. That's, that's the bottom line. They want to be told, yeah, everything's okay. Your body can sort it all out. You can de eat what you like. You can do what you like, and your body will sort it out. Well, there's plenty of people in the in the cemetery who did that and they didn't live a very long life. Yeah, yeah. And plus, there's plenty of research which shows biopsies from uh, a skin, like uh, biopsies from obese people, contain higher levels of PCBs, um, 
phthalates and um, what's uh, the other one now? The um, the plastic. I can't think of it now. But there's these three nasty little uh, chemicals. Uh, if it comes to me, I'll I'll, I'll shout it out. But um, they are found in higher levels. The 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 more obese somebody is, in the, and it's all stored in their body fat. And I think it's, it's worth saying, because it's the last episode, it's worth saying that what we give out is our opinion. Yes, yes. Well, it all we, says we do, that. We on do, but we do look into these things and we have an open mind because there's an awful lot of people who haven't got an open mind. And people take what we say with a pinch of salt, but they, but we, we, we have open minds and we look into these things and we, we try and find ways of getting people better. Yeah. Yeah, and, and as you say, this is the reality. We, we are working with people who need this help and I implement everything I learn with my clients and you know the results have never been so good since I, I alkalize and since I detox and uh, since I focus on health instead of weight loss and all these things so yeah as you say proof is in the pudding but sometimes these other people can be a bit detached but yeah I stand to be corrected and uh, as I say I, I, I know nothing so next question um, that was a good one for Ben there thank you Mark for corroborating uh, the our side of the other story. Hey, Rich, hope you had a great Christmas. I'm feeling like a fat lump after eating way too much. I don't need to get, I, I need to get back to the gym, but I'm dreading it. Got any tips to get me back in the swing? Obviously, this is going to be a couple of weeks into January when you get this one. Uh, yeah, this is Sarah. So, um, the first thing I always do and my wife and I have done is a, like a gut cleanse um, when we've had any period of uh, overindulgence so sort of getting the gut moving again lots of vegetables and probiotics and prebiotics and uh, lots of water and hot water and lemon all that sort of stuff start to get things going gently cardio to start with regards to exercise make sure your muscles and everything are all Okay, because what you can find over Christmas, a lot of people's backs and shoulders and muscles will go because they're really in a bad state. They're dehydrated, they're inflamed, their kind of salts are all out of balance, and then all of a sudden they want to go back to where they were maybe three or four weeks ago. Bearing in mind that's how long people are taking off for Christmas. Uh, that's some of my clients had off. And um, yeah, things are going. So start with the cardio, some foam rolling, some stretching, and then just build back into it. But, you know, don't. Put pressure on yourself, and uh, if you're dreading it, just go for a walk. And you know, I, I, I don't ever dread. Don't think about what you're gonna do in the gym. Just get to the gym, and then when you're there, do something. If it ends up being a good session, great. If it ends up being a, a washout, then you know, no sweat. Just gotta put no pressure. That's my opinion, and or my approach to it in my little head. Okay, Mark, what do you what do you say to this poor poor lady? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I have this problem as well. I mean, I, I'm hopeless after Christmas, but I would, I would suggest that she throws out all the crap. Oh yeah, good tip. I mean, I throw it all out. I mean, it's, it's going to be middle of January now, and I, we've still got crap around, but we've thrown away almost. All, in fact, we've given it away to other people. Yeah. All, all the sorts of, you know, the half a box of heroes or whatever, or you know, celebration. We've given them away. Just said, right, take them away. We don't want them. All right, and, and just get rid of it. So you've only got decent food. The only now. ones are left are the ones you didn't like in the bloody first place anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 
mean, I actually tried to eat the lot, but I thought, no, I can't, even I can't eat them yeah. to get yeah. rid of them. So we, we just basically gave everything away that was, you know, we always buy too much and just give it away, you know, yeah. just give it away. So get, get rid of all the shit, yeah. Uh, 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 you know, clean up your desk, clean up your, you know, clean the house up or whatever you want to do. Make a sort of fresh start. I mean, I think that's the thing to do is to make a fresh start. And then go to the gym isn't isn't that good? Isn't that bad? Because you actually feel I'm making a fresh start. I'll go to the gym as well. So yeah, de- sort of detox your, your environment, and then you can get down to doing some good stuff again. That's my my view. Yeah, good. So uh, I'm, mind you, I'm sitting here. My desk is a tip. I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got a load of old chocolate sitting over there that I'm not going to eat. But I mean, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's that's the ideal. That's the theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. Next question. Okay. From Georgina, my buddy. From oh, our buddy, everybody's buddy. Now she's on TLO uh, and on the podcaster. I'd love to have some advice on tips and what to eat when marathon training. I'm in Thailand now, and when I, I'm i back, the training begins. Thanks, Georgina. Okay, Mark. Uh, shall I... Uh, yeah, go for it, yeah. You know, I, I try not to complicate things because that's easy to complicate things, but just eat healthy, George, and carbs, more carbs on pre-race or pre-long runs and post-long runs. But you can low carb it on other days if you want to drop a bit of body fat. At the moment, just saying because you know you're a woman, and most women I meet want to drop at least a little bit of body fat. So you can manipulate your carbohydrates uh, according to your activity. Long runs, more carbs. Medium runs, a bit less. Short runs, maybe just some fruit. No exercise. Don't have to uh, get so much sugars and uh, carbohydrates in, but. Uh, generally just eat healthy and cut out the crap my darling and um, save their uh, indulgences for maybe um, I don't know it's difficult when you do your long run on a Sunday if you like to have a little thing on a Saturday night but yeah there we are you can figure that sort of stuff out but yeah keep it healthy and basic but uh, that's my tips there manipulate the carbs uh, for best results Mark? Uh, you, said, you said it all actually yeah. Great, I, I've, got, I've got nothing to add to that. I, I, was, I was spot on. Great. I was you just you were falling asleep there, weren't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Oh, this is cool. Right. So next two questions. Right. I got off. Um, I'm. I don't. Is it racist to presume that someone's Indian? Well, one of them says she's from India, but just because their name is Malik Patel, that's an Indian name, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Right. Okay. Right. So anyway, Malik Patel from California. And I got another one off another lady from India. And I think this is because I have a a new client who is a bit of a bit of a big deal in India, and that's all I can really say. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I'm getting a lot of uh, traffic and uh, uh, questions and ask for advice from uh, that part of the world. So hello, everybody in India. I wish I should have learned how to say hello in India, shouldn't I? You did that for. Did you do that for one? Yeah, I did. I said goodbye, didn't I? In some, I don't know what language it was, but I said goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I missed a trick there. Right, anyway, their English is good. And uh, obviously, um, uh, Maluk, if I said that right, uh, is from America. So he speaks American, and I'm fluent in American. So, hi, Richard. I'm 24 years old, 6 foot, 140 pounds. I've been skinny for so many years and would like to gain at least 
proportional to my height. With this current situation, I mo look more like a twig. So I need help gaining weight. Also, I'm a vegetarian. I really appreciate your help. Thank you. So, uh, Mark, do you want to do this one first? Uh, namaste, which is hello in Indian, Hindi. Hey. I've got, go. I, I, play, I play golf as well with three Indian friends. Mind you, Hindi is not, the, it's, there's so many languages. They, all three of them speak different languages. Yes, so yes, I, yes. So I, there's so many languages in India. But anyway, hopefully I didn't offend anyone by saying it wrong. But um, want to gain weight and they're vegetarian. Yeah. yeah and he's, of, he's, uh, was, he's, yeah, go on. You can, gain, you can gain a lot of fat easily. But it, I, I have a real problem because the three chaps I play golf with, all yeah. three of them are diabetic. Yeah. Because the Indian diet is, is horrendous for diabetes. I mean, everyone. I mean, in the medical world, people think that Indians become diabetic because they're Indian. Well, that's just complete bollocks. They, they become diabetic because they eat a huge amount of carbohydrates, especially since um, a lot of, I think it's mostly Gujarati Indians are actually, I mean, the, the most vegetarians in the world are in India. So there's a right. lot of vegetarians in India. And they eat an enormous amount of carbohydrates. I mean, yes. they, they, their whole diet, because, because they're vegetarian, is... is, is almost all carbohydrates apart from pulses. So it is extremely difficult for them to sort of gain weight if they're um, skinny, unless they want to gain fat. So really, they've got to, if they're vegetarian, they're going to have to up their um, their pulses and their um, um, sort of, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, bean curd, what's bean curd? Um can't remember what it's called. But it, it, oh, oh tofu sort, of sort of thing. Tofu and tempura. Right, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm they're, they're basically, I mean, this is not being anything terrible, they're basically third world proteins. They're not as good as your beef and your, um, well, not that any Indian would ever eat beef, but they're not as good as your um, chicken or whatever. So it is very difficult to gain that muscle on a vegetarian diet, but there are plenty of websites out there. I mean, I mean, the most famous vegan, uh, he's not vegetarian, but the most famous vegan in the world, I would have thought, is probably... Um, uh, Lewis, Carl Lewis, who was the um, you know, Olympic champion. Right. So, I mean, it is possible. But yes. I mean, I am, I am no expert, but there's, there's plenty of websites out there about gaining muscle if you're vegetarian or vegan. Yeah. And I think that it's yeah, my, worth my, my web, Yeah, my website, yeah, yeah. You do it as well, do you? <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, just, 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 I wish I look at your website. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should come along one day, Mark. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you, it you basically, um, uh, Maluk, it's you you've got to get the fats up as well so you've exactly. got to get um your fat intake up so depending on like again what type of vegetarians they are if they're you know fish or eggs or nothing a vegan or all the rest of it most indians are, are nothing they're yeah eggs. so if that's the case then i'd be going for things like olive oil it is ghee a vegetable um, yeah, right ghee yeah, yeah, olive oil, um, all like vegetable type oils, uh, nuts, seeds, uh, these sorts of things avocado. will allow you, here we go, avocado to give you coconut oil, will give you the, the volume, it will be low and the calories will be high, so it's easier to consume the amount of, of calories you need, okay? Now, I talk about calories and not many people really do these days. Because everybody, a lot of the youngsters, they oh, it's not about calories anymore. And they, they, they hear one little bit of information. But calories are important when it comes to 
general monitoring so you've got to have a general amount because calories relate to portion so anyway so you need calorie wise okay you need to be having in my experience if you are that tall and that, I'd say you need to be having at least 3,008 to 4,200 calories a day you can have that across uh, six meals you are going to need probably uh, some sort of uh, vegetable uh, smoothie concoction if he's in California he'll be able to get his hands on maybe some combination veg and pea protein and they may even do mass gainers uh, Malik for vegetarian so if I just do that quickly now let me google that and see if, got... also, if, if, if it's not a vegan dairy helps as well yeah I mean, of course you, if they can have butter, they, but a lot of these vegetarians, they want, uh, as you say. Well, uh, I think the Indian subcontinent tends to be vegetarian rather than vegan. So I think they, yeah. they eat loads of ghee. So that's, that's butter, basically. Yeah, clarified butter. But vegetarian, yeah, masking. There we are. Let's see what we got here, right? Uh, veg blend, protein, uh, ultimate masking. Yeah, I think you've got some options. Um for you so you can actually so that's what i would do for ease so i'd get a blender stick a few scoops of uh, this uh, like mass gainer in it whack uh, some spinach and i put egg in there and or like a good half a cup or a quarter of a cup of olive oil and um yeah build yourself up on the olive oil um <laughs> top tip because you'll have uh, you know issues with your stomach and you'll be going to the toilet um sort of thing it's a big like that much olive oil can be a, a lot so yeah maybe a quarter of a cup of olive oil in a shake and stuff and, and blitz it up you're going to stick an avocado you can really bulk that up you know i used to drink uh, a one liter breakfast shake when i was putting on weight many years ago okay so you've got to eat uh, quite a lot of food to break your body and say this is what's going to happen in combination with that you've got to do bodybuilding type training so you need to do stuff that's going to break your muscles down so that they're sore and they are aching the next day. So uh, high volume training, uh, as I say, just like bodybuilding training, the best thing I can say really on that. So uh, more fats and uh, bodybuilding training. And I know what it's like. Malik is a hard gainer, Mark. Have you ever heard of that term? Yeah, I'm a hard gainer yeah, as well. Yeah, so me too. So it's, you know... It's, it's tough for us guys to put the weight down. It took me, I think, let me think, about 15 years maybe to put on, let me think, 15 years to put on two stone. And then it's taken me about three or four years to put on another stone because I'm getting a bit fat now. No, I'm not getting fat, but I just seem to be filling out a bit easier as I'm getting older. So, uh, yeah. There we go. So hopefully that's a good uh, thorough answer. Again, making these our bestest answers ever for obvious reasons. Okay, next question off a lady who um, may be getting on uh, Skype with me and we might get uh, into this a bit more detail, but here we go. Free of charge. From Suda. I hope I said that right. This is Suda from Hyderabad. Hyderabad. Hyderabad, India. Yeah. I am yoga teacher working in a school and training yoga to two ladies. I am a health seeker and by physical and mental. 
That's why I've dedicated my life to people who don't have hopes regarding their health. I am married and have children. Uh, before uh, dedicating a four-year-old uh, child, uh, before dedicating my life, I thought myself whether I am fit for my job or I need to work more. And the conclusion I found that I am not all that fit by mental. I am. It's obviously broken English. I am becoming very emotional. Yeah, to yours, then, Rich, isn't it? yeah mate. I'm still learning English. Gee whiz, I'm still learning English. Uh, very emotional. I am becoming very emotional towards my uh, relationship with my family. I have gone through very drastic situation my health two years ago. Now I have a grip on my health because of yoga, but I am not able to find help with my mental health. I have lost my confidence. I don't want to make you uh, uh, bore you with my nonsense, but I need your help. I'm feeling lonely. I don't know what to do. Hence, I request you will help me to make me stronger physically and mentally. Thank you, Suda. Okay, this is um, an interesting one, uh, Mark. Uh, you hadn't had this before the show, just for everybody to know. So, can I jump in with something? Uh, yeah, like jump in. Think, like, like it, let's go along. What about this for, like, um, a, a, a thought then? If she's vegetarian, like, so it'd have to come back to me. So, Suda... All you have to do is email me back the questions and we'll have a little dialogue back and forth, okay? But if she is vegetarian and she isn't consuming enough fats, then you know, a lot of people can become depressed. I'm not saying in the Western world, but people can become depressed because their brain is deficient in fat and their brain is just screwed, basically, so they can't. Then the other reason is the gut. So the two body parts the brain and the gut. So if you can, the gut produces the serotonin, uh, 80% of the serotonin comes from the lining of the gut. If your gut is not uh, working optimally, then you will feel pretty naff and it will, over time you could get depressed. So people who've got things like leaky, leaky gut syndrome all have depression. So what do you think about coming at it from that angle as a as a natural kind of way to start mark sure that's, 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 that's actually more scientific than i was going to be i mean when it comes to sort of <laughs> logical i think not scientific but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> when, when it comes to sort of loneliness and thing I, I, the, the, the community is the most important thing when it comes to sort of loneliness so basically i would you need to get you need to get out of the house have a, have a bit of fun try some sort of Think about some favorite activities she likes to do, um, maybe some hobbies that she wants to do. Um, look, look in the newspaper, see if there's anything on that she fancies doing. I mean, if she's is she married? Yes, she's married with a child. With a child, I mean, find the, the relationship uh, is getting stressful with the family because she's uh, feeling depressed. Yeah, I mean, if, if quite often if you have a child, the child takes over, and then I mean, I know we're too. Yeah, books, that's right. The child is four years old, so yeah, she could be stuck. The, 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 the woman takes over sort of the childcare and bonds to the child, and the, the the partner feels sort of slightly left out. Mm. And so sometimes it's worth going out. I mean, it's just a very cliche, but going out on date nights where they actually yeah. go out and sort of re, you know reinvent themselves together. That often helps a lot. If if rather than spend the whole time around the child. To actually spend some time just the two adults. Oh, mate, that's you know that's exactly me and my wife. Now we have it once a month, 
not it, but you know, boom, boom. <laughs> we we have a date night once a month, and if we don't have it, we notice like six, eight weeks and stuff. You can start to get a bit grumpy and maybe a little bit of bickering and stuff, and you just it's because like all you're doing is like working and thing, and you never actually like sit down and have any time together. No, it's yeah, worse. Yeah. It's worse yeah. when the kids are younger. But, uh, yeah coming up to like our eighth anniversary or something i think it's that and it's soon now so it's getting a bit easier louis getting a bit older and all that sort of stuff but when the kids are young you're right it is a bit like that so that's a great tip so try to get out on a date and uh, like where you went when you first met your husband these sorts of things always uh, good fun to go back uh, down i love going down you know reminiscing and all that sort of stuff so um well back to barons was it barons out the back yeah, <laughs> out the back of Barons. Yeah, so we often uh, take a trip down, get a kebab. You know, no, hey, that she'd kill me if she thought I was saying that. That's we never. We met in the gym. Um, oh, okay, yeah. And right. uh, it was love at, after six years. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'll uh, share that story one day. I'm sure. So going uh, sort of, I I feel for this woman a little bit. She uh, seems like she is. Uh, she's lost her confidence. So if you figure that your brain, uh, you can get more fats in to feed your brain. And again, if you're vegetarian, the best brain's actually the best food is actually like animal brain. So some sort of offal. But if you don't eat that sort of stuff, what? Uh, I don't even know what. Let me see if I can have a little quick Google here and see what we got. Um, yeah. I always think as well. Natural I mean, the is, try. Yeah. yeah can, I, can I say it? Yeah. While you're, while you're Googling, um, the, the thing is, what you have to be careful of is, is everyone's got this negative self-talk, all right? And people go around life, and it's beckoning to be, other things, we, we, we talk, we have thoughts in our brain all the time, and it's thought to be over 70% of the things that we think are negative. Yeah. So what, what people, I mean, she's a yoga instructor, so she's probably into meditation. It's worth her thinking, yeah. trying to get, her, get some positive self-talk going, rather than the negative self-talk. I mean, you can, there's lots of things you can do, apart from the positive self-talk, get some upbeat things, like uh, upbeat music, upbeat movies, upbeat, even spiritual tests, if she's oh, yeah. into yoga, spiritual tests might be upbeat, upbeat for her. I mean, these sort of things help. Yeah. Get up, surround, surround yourself with positive people. That, that's thing she wants is a negative person near her. Mm. I mean, you, you, it's a classic thing. You should pick your friends on how, how positive they are. Not, you don't want any toxic friends who are bringing you down. Oh, 100%. So, that's a good... So, uh, I mean, if, if, she's, if her best friend is a person who comes over and says, how how you feel, and she says, and she says okay, then the patient, person stops the conversation. If she says, oh, I feel really down, the other person says, oh, I feel down as well, and they both go into a sort of depth of uh, misery. Yeah. That doesn't help. So, no, no. I, I think... Yeah, and, and, and as you say, not watching the right... The, the, don't watch any negative news or media yeah, programs, so, things like yeah. that, you know. Yeah. But I've had a quick Google now, and I've been reminded by the power of Google. Um, if she is an egg, if she's an egg eater, eggs will nourish your brain a little bit uh, along the lines of the types of fats you want, not perfectly. And fish oils. So I'll see if she's a fish eater, but try and get some fish oils too, uh, um, if, if you're not, because uh, vegetarians sometimes have, uh, have the fish. So, all right. Um, Try all that, and again, it's not nonsense, Suda. Right? It's uh, it's the most important thing is to feel well mentally, and um, it's uh, maybe what about light cardio or maybe 
the yoga, I suppose, will do all that. Yeah. yeah well, the thing is, so it's, it's a well-known fact that a, um, exercise has as much effect as a, as a SSRI. So yeah. it's as much effect as an antidepressant. So what about yeah, yoga? It, but it, I know yoga. I put the yoga down as more of a recovery, so it's lighter, uh, lighter even than walking. But again, you can do power yoga and these other things. So if your yoga doesn't get you out of breath and sweaty, Suda, then you should maybe look to do some light exercises a few days a week, but build up and uh, things like that. But keep an eye out because I'll be providing exercise videos shortly and, um, uh, you know, a kind of online a home gym type experience. So that will be something maybe will be good for you in India. But uh, there we go. Uh, that's a good answer, Mark, isn't it? Yeah, it was interesting, that one. Good. Okay, last one I've got down here now. I've been speaking to uh, one of my clients, and I'll give you a bit of a backstory here now. He's always had high blood pressure ever since I've met him. He has been on and off medication, but invariably takes it for a month or so. And it doesn't really kind of do anything. You know, he's taken them for like eight weeks, 12 weeks. Doesn't do anything. His blood pressure doesn't is unaffected. And then he comes off them because they make him feel a bit sort of rotten. So generally he's running at 150 over 90 or 160, 170 over 110. It can go up to, right? So, and he's healthy. He eats well, he exercises, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't drink uh, to excess. Everything, he, he supplements, he has smoothies in the morning, he's, he's a fit guy, he's strong, all this sort of stuff, right? Not carrying um, excess weight, a little bit on, on, on the tummy, that's all, right? How old is he? 51. Okay. Right? So, all that said, now, he recently then, his blood pressure has gone up now. 210 over 120, 100 and something like that, 210 over, or 220 over 100 or something, you know what I mean, something like that. Yeah. Um, and he's feel a bit heady. Well, yeah, but that blood pressure, you, normally with blood pressure you feel nothing, but once it gets to that level you certainly feel something. Yeah. Right, so um, He's he's reluctant to go on blood pressure medication. I've I've encouraged him to try and you know obviously try and get the bottom figure down as 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 much as we can and get that top figure consistently down below 180 at least as some basic parameters for him sort of thing you know. But what what like what is it? What is he doing? And is he running a massive risk? What are the statistics for if he takes the medication? You know what what what's going on because. Obviously, he's a good friend of mine. Um, you know, his wife and I have a heart to heart and stuff, and she's really worried. She thinks he might have a stroke or something like this. So, what's your opinion, Doc? Right. If if he had that blood pressure you said before, the the mildly raised one, you have to treat eight hundred people at that blood pressure. The lower so the one. the hundred and sixty, hundred and seventy, yeah, even over and that's one hundred and fifty over ninety. Right. You have to treat 800 people to save one event, like a stroke or a heart attack. So, right, so that's not as dangerous then at sort of level. Yeah, no, it's not hugely And what about uh, 160, 170, over 110? Because yeah, you did something. To get, it's starting to get into a level where you, 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 you are starting to worry. All right? So, and right, so the medication there, the, the statistics on that level? 
I'm not sure the exact 170. I'm not sure the exact statistics. It's the lower level. That there are cer- it's certainly right. um, a lot more dangerous. I mean, I can look it up, but it's certainly yeah. a lot more dangerous. And once you get up to 180, 190, and symptomatic, it becomes more dangerous again. Has he got any other risk factors? Has he had family yeah. history, heart disease? Has he got, you know, he yeah, slow? he does have family history, I believe. Um, I, I, I'm not 100 percent sure of it, but. I, you know, most people do have a family history uh, where we are from, uh, Mark, don't they? Sort of thing, you know, of heart attacks and uh, strokes and things like that. So I think there may be, yeah, a bit of family history. Yeah, is he, he doesn't smoke. Doesn't smoke, doesn't drink to excess, is fit and eats well. Okay, he's not diabetic or anything like not that. Not diabetic, no. Okay, so I mean, yeah, he has. He's, I'm just looking up what his risk is. If we say, what was his, uh, the top number of his blood pressure? At this highest, when it when yeah, it's, it's recently risen, risen yeah, yeah. let's just say two twenty five. Oh bloody hell! He's in his treatment. Or two twenty, right? Yeah. In uh, any, in or, treatment. There's, there's, there's no two ways about it. I mean, I, I would be um, not saying the right thing if I didn't say he needs treatment because that is a, a dangerous. Level. Yeah. So we've said this to him now. We we know he needs treatment, and he's I think he's there. He might have even gone there by the time we we hear this. He's going to try and see a specialist in the veil because he's convinced that. You know he's not having the right types of medication because none of them are really working for him. Because as I say in the past, he's lost a bit of faith because he's done so many attempts at so many different types of meds. Yeah. And none of them seem to. Do you have people like that? A medication doesn't really touch them. Yeah, yeah. And if if medication doesn't touch you, you mm-hmm. might need a bit more. Especially yeah, fifty. If if he hasn't. If he's got that higher blood pressure, medicine isn't touching him. He needs to have a scan to make sure he hasn't got any problem with his uh, renal arteries because there is, you can get sort of hypertension that doesn't respond very well if you've got problems with your renal arteries. So it's worth him having a scan. Right, right? that's really interesting. Okay, so we can have a little uh, look at that. Uh, that's something as you say, alternative because he thinks it's something other than than that is pushing his. You, th- you know. Um, yeah so like sometimes different parts of the body can be out of balance and they can push it up he's into a lot of like homeopathic analytic type stuff and you know he had like exposure to mercury um uh, and he thinks that might be a, a contributing to it so it's um so as you say we 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 got to get him him down to he's something. Got, he's got treated. I mean, and his, his, his levels of 150 to 170 over 100 ish, they are not as obviously uh, alarming as um, the one when it's popped up now because I think he's got a cold and a, a bit it of a virus. It doesn't make any difference if he's got blood pressure at that level, he needs treatment. Yeah. yeah. Simple as that. I mean, I, and if it, it doesn't respond to treatment? He then needs further investigation to see he hasn't got anything. You can have something called a pheochromocytoma as well, which is a, um, a, a adrenal, it's a, it's a non-malignant. So you a very stressful job. He has got a bit yeah, of stress. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about a tumour in, in your adrenal glands that produces um, uh, a lot of hormones that, that raise your blood pressure, basically. So he, he, he needs a scan of his, his kidneys, uh, renal arteries, and the uh, his uh, adrenal glands, all right? There we are, great. So he needs, he needs that. If he's got a refractory blood pressure, when we find people that their blood pressure doesn't come down at all on two drugs or three drugs, we think well, there's something wrong here, and then you then you start um, looking at other reasons why they should um, have uh, yeah, there's other reasons why they've got high blood pressure. So yeah, if he, he needs to be on treatment. That's the first thing, right? Okay, there we go. Okay, okay I've got, I've got um, okay. 
Yeah. Remember, it's a treat of mod, what we call him moderate hypertensive is 52. Right. Which sounds like a lot of people. So you've got one in 50 chance of having a stroke at his age, which is, uh, I mean, I'm older than him and I wouldn't want to have a chance, that chance of having a stroke. So he definitely needs treatment, right? Oh, yes, 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 definitely. Okay? But, but if, he, if, he, if he's on two or even three drugs and he's still got that high blood pressure, he should go back and, and get, I mean, I'm sure his GP would do a scan. And yeah, do, yeah. You could do some, you could do some, um, some urine tests to, to for a, for a fear chromocytoma and that's worth doing I mean I've picked up in 25 years I've only picked up two so it's quite rare okay okay great that's fantastic advice and I'll be sort of getting on the phone to him right away now as soon as I come off and see if he's been and um, you know make sure he's aware that he is at a high risk so if you're at a high risk mark of uh, a stroke then is it uh, not the thing anymore to take aspirin or, or things. No, it's not. It's not the thing to take aspirin. No, no, I no, thought not. So, so what I would mean, be the thing to do? It, obviously, it, in the meanwhile, because he's got to carry on going to work. If he's a man, it would be a um, usual thing to do. What's called an ACE inhibitor, which affects the kidneys to, to bring your blood pressure down. Right. As it, but besides all that, what natural things can he do um, to help? Because as I say, if he's taking right, meds. It's, 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 to sort out his diet as usual. I mean, yeah, that's all pretty low, good. Low, low salt. I mean, that's a classic low salt. Um, there's something called the Dash diet. I don't actually like it. I prefer to tell people to go gluten free rather than Dash diet. But you can you can look that up. Yeah, the Dash. Um, I've, I've I've heard of that. Yes. Yeah, you can limit the amount of alcohol you take, obviously. Um, but there's no like there's you no magic, there's no, magic no, no as you say there's no sort of thing you no think magic. oh you drink this or you eat this or whatever and it's going to um, thin, thin your blood. The red wine thin the blood. Yeah, you'd have to drink about eight gallons of it. So no, no, no he's not. That. He's not that keen on red wine to do that. <laughs> so uh, there we go. Okay, well, we think we've covered all our, our bases there for 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 our last uh, anonymous uh, guy. There, I've kept his identity a little bit uh, uh, secret there to uh, keep his business private to the rest of the world. As a few of the the, the, the people who submit questions over the. The months and that, and the, and the year and a bit have done. So, Mark, a, a kind of a virtual high five and a virtual hug and a kiss and yeah. round of applause no and, no well, times. you know, claps and, and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. really, thanks uh, from me and, and from everybody. And you know, uh, thanks for having me on. You so, know, it's yeah. great. And if you ever decide you have a need to kind of promote a business or whatever along these health lines again and you want to do something and you know we could. Uh, we could, we could always have me on as a guest. I'd, yeah, I'd have you on as a guest. Yeah, boom, boom. That's a cracker. Um, but uh, yeah, that's great. But um, yeah, something will be here. So for everybody else now who may be thinking, well, uh, what can we do uh, You know, for a little uh, info? If you're not already subscribed to the blog, then go to richard-clark.co.uk and then enter your email address and you'll get uh, regular emails and videos and things like that from me. And also, I'm about to be... Um, I don't want to say too much, but I'm about to be putting together, as I said earlier, a, an online gym program for people so you can come home and just put the iPad on the counter and grab a little bit of uh, equipment and uh, you can get your exercise uh, session done with, with good old me taking you through it bit by bit. So, um, yeah, if that's the sort of stuff, uh, we'll keep you going with that in the meanwhile and I'm sure you'll... Uh, uh, here uh, from um, me plenty okay so that's the last time to say it's uh, bye from me mark and it's a very goodbye from me you me and the gp radio show is intended for general information purposes and is not meant to diagnose treat or cure any disease it is not designed to provide specific advice and anyone with a medical problem should seek the advice from their own doctor please note 
We accept absolutely no responsibility if you turn into a fitter, stronger, more energetic and all-round better version of yourself. To get the show notes, just head on over to richard-clark.co.uk.